Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome back to Project Audio where a coast-to-coast cast of voice talent recreates a classic radio show via Zoom. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Larry Groby with the Generic Radio Workshop, and welcome to our third season of Project Audion. For this, our 30th episode, we're returning once again to suspense, as we did for our very first episode, and again for the start of our second series. And why not? If you know Vintage Radio, you know Suspense, the most successful dramatic anthology there was, over 900 episodes in a 20-year span. You never knew what it would be, except you know it would always bring you some suspense. Now, of those 900 episodes, all but 13 still survive in original recordings. But this, this is a script of one of those lost 13 episodes. We asked suspense historian Dr. Joseph Webb which show, which lost show he'd like most to hear, and he picked this one. It's called The Eavesdropper. And today, our Coast to Coast Project Audion cast will let you listen in for the first time in over 65 years to this missing episode to kick off our third season. Oh, and why am I standing out here, you might ask? Because this story takes place behind me in a high-rise apartment 12 stories up. Let's tune in to this recreation of Suspense and the Eavesdropper. And now, tonight's presentation of radio's outstanding theater of thrills. Suspense. Tonight we bring you the story of a murder plan that was discovered and which led to a double execution. We call it The Eavesdropper. So now, starring Lawrence Dobkin and Charlotte Lawrence, here's tonight's suspense play, The Eavesdropper. smoothly. Planning, you see? These things take planning. How's our timing, Dave? Perfect. Uh, ten minutes of twelve. That gives us exactly ten minutes till he gets here. If he's on time. He won't be late, Karen. His kind never are. <laughs> Funny. We're talking so quietly. I wonder why. <laughs> no reason, I guess. Maybe we're a little scared and don't know it. I don't feel scared, though. Do you? Too much to think about. We can't afford to slip up on any details now. Ten minutes. Okay, uh, time to go through the whole thing once more. Not again. Again. Come on now. Well, when we hear the doorbell... Oh, no, from the beginning. Why? We've done all that. Memorize. We've got to memorize. What's the good of a tight alibi if you can't remember the details? Okay, okay. We left here at eight o'clock. We were going fishing at Big Bend Lake. Oh, Dave, I need a drink. 
Uh, go on. We drove up to the lake. It's 30 miles. It took just over an hour, maybe a little more. With time out to buy the second car at the broken down lot, we still made it in an hour and 20 minutes. Exactly an hour and 20 minutes. Remember that. Here. Thanks. Uh, another 20 to leave the second car on the other side of the lake. Ten minutes back to the boat shed. We've got to be very sure about time. That's the important thing. We were there at 9.50. Saw Joe, got him to put the outboard on the boat. We were on the lake just after 10. We were across the lake and back in the second car by 10.30. <laughs> What's the joke? I, I was just thinking of Joe telling us the mm -hmm. trippers had fed the fish too much yesterday and we'd be lucky if we caught anything <laughs> at all. <Yeah. laughs> and when we get back to the boat shed with a couple of panfish instead of our usual 20, Joe won't suspect a thing. <laughs> he'll just say, told you so, and get a big bang out of it. I guess Joe's doing more for us than he'll ever know. <laughs> he sure is. He'll keep an eye on the car all day and move it out of the sun about one o'clock. He'll swear to anybody we were on the lake all day. If it ever comes to that, huh? which it won't, there's nothing oh. to connect us with this thing. You think anybody saw us come back in the building? No, I'm sure of that. Uh, that's why I planned this thing for the weekend. Most everybody's out of town. It's perfect. Too perfect, maybe. Don't even think like that. Do you have any idea how many murders go undetected every year? Yes, you told me several times. Well, don't forget it. All it takes is careful planning, attention to details. Mm. Okay, uh, how about the rest of it? That's your part. I won't even be in the room. I meant afterwards. Well, we'll take the... Take him down in the service elevator. I'll go on ahead and bring the car by the back entrance. Uh, I wait in the furnace room, remember? Oh, yeah. And then? Uh, we drive back to the other side of the lake and sink the car. With him in it. What about tracks? Uh, the muddy bank? We'll have time to erase them. Even so, we should have the boat back to the shed before 2.30. Then? It'll be over. What time is it now? He'll be here. He'll be here any minute. Supposing he changes his mind. Why should he? Have you got it in your pocket? The gun? In the desk drawer. It would bulge my pocket. Besides, the drawer is better. Uh, I'll have to go to it as if I'm getting the money out for him. Oh, that gun worries me. The noise. I'll muffle the shot with a cushion. The most it'll sound like is a backfire. I'll take the cushion down and burn it in the furnace room. What time is it? Don't keep asking me that. He won't be late. It must be 12 o'clock. Not quite. Take a look at the window and see if he's coming. Get a hold of yourself, Karen. I'm all right. You're not. Take it easy. See him? Is he coming? Uh, there's no one in the street. Oh, I wish I were <gasps> Go to the bedroom. Stay there. Yeah. My drink. Here. Thanks. Hurry, get inside. Yeah. Uh, yes? Uh, you're on time, Harris. What kept you? I was on the phone. Doesn't matter. You're on time. You said that. I have a drink. No. Sure? I said no. So you can slip me a little something in the whiskey? Is that what you had in mind? Of course not. Of course not. Why should you take that chance when you got the dough to pay me? That would be stupid. You do have the dough. 
Yes, I have it. You brought the merchandise? Right here. Show me. Here. All I see is an envelope. It's the same envelope as before, but that proves nothing. There you are. The letters. Pages from the account books. Receipts. Everything. Satisfied? I guess so. All right. So you're through stalling? Hand over the money and let's get this over with. Okay. Uh, I'll get it. It's right here. All right, Harris. You just stand perfectly still. Have you gone nuts? Put that thing down. Stay where you are. You're kidding with that thing. You wouldn't have nerve enough to pull the trigger. Is it loaded? Throw the envelope on the table. There. And put your hands behind your neck. You mean, like in the comic books? Do what I tell you. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything seems to be here. Okay, let's quit fooling around. We agreed on a deal. Give me the dough and I'll get out of here. You won't see me again. How do I know you haven't had photostats made of this stuff? I made a deal. I didn't plan on crossing you out. How do I know? You don't. I'm telling you, that's all. You got the stuff. Now give me the 5000 Anyone know you're here? What kind of a question is that? Answer me! Oh, sure. I told my wife and six kids I was going out to shake a guy down for five grand. Go ahead, Harris. Make jokes. I can tune you out any minute from now. Do me a favor. Put the gun down. You're just panicky enough to squeeze one off and make a hole in your foot. Harris, you picked the wrong guy to blackmail this time. That's an ugly word. Hey, what's with the cushion? Were there many others, Harris? Hmm? Were there? Don't do it! I didn't think he'd look like that. Come on, help uh, me. We have to move fast. What were you talking about all that time? I, I don't know. At first, I didn't think I was going to have the nerve to go through with it after all. I wish you hadn't. Don't be a fool, Karen. Come on, help me with him. I, I, I can't. Don't you crack up on me now. It's done. Don't you see? The rest is easy. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. Yeah, have another drink, then. No, I, I, I suddenly got a, a blinding headache. I, oh, as if it's going to burst. I feel dizzy. I don't know why. Well, take a couple of aspirins, then. Uh, Hurry up. Yes, in my purse. Over there. Uh, oh. They're not here. There's some in the bathroom, then. Uh, okay, uh, sit there. Be right back. The door's stuck. Stuck? It never did that before. Let me try. Go ahead. It's locked. Well, it can't be. The key's on the inside. It's locked, I tell you. What? There's someone in there. In the bathroom. I heard a move. You are listening to The Eavesdropper, tonight's presentation in radio's outstanding theatre of thrills, Suspense.
There's no need to be completely frustrated when you read of the lies and distortions about the free world which exists behind the Iron Curtain. You yourself can help tell the truth to these people through the medium of Radio Free Europe, which broadcasts daily to the captive countries. The 1956 drive for funds to support this citizen-sponsored organization has a goal of a million dollars to help the voice of truth carry on and grow in its strength and carrying power. You can send a minute of truth behind the Iron Curtain by sending your truth dollars to the Crusade for Freedom care of your local postmaster. That's the Crusade for Freedom care of your local postmaster. And now, we bring back to our Hollywood soundstage Lawrence Dobkin and Charlotte Lawrence, starring in tonight's production, The Eavesdropper, a tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. Possible. It's insane. Who could it be? Come here, by the door. What is it? Listen, then. What? You don't hear anything? No. He stopped now. He was moving. There! I thought I heard... Come away, Dave. Huh? Come away from the door. Huh? All right. What then? I think I know who's in there. Who? The plumber. Plumber? What plumber? We've been complaining. You remember? About the shower attachment for months now. That's right. And so today... Of all days... Why did they have to send up a plumber today? Well, maybe they did it because they knew we'd be away today. Oh, Dave... Dave, do you, do you suppose he heard? He must have heard the shot, at least. More. You can hear what's being said in here from in there, if you listen. What'll we do? I, I don't know. One thing, he can't get out. The window opens yeah. onto nothing, and 12 stories down. Go and see if the key's in the lock. Well? It's in there, all right. Say something to him. See if he'll answer. Okay. Unlock the door. We know you're in there. Maybe there's nobody in there. After all... Uh... How did the door get locked otherwise, oh. from the inside? Besides, I heard him. Well, call him again. Hey, you in there. Come on out. Oh, he's probably scared out of his mind. He's going to be more scared before I'm through here. Move over here, yeah. where he can't hear us. Yeah, yeah. There isn't any way out of there, is there? You know there isn't. Uh, nothing he can use to climb down? Not unless he had a rope with him. We'll figure he hasn't. Okay, then... Uh... <sighs> we got to get at him. You mean break the door down? I can do better than that. I'll shoot off the lock. Oh, no, somebody will hear. We'll have to take the risk. <sighs> hey, you in there. I'm giving you one more chance to come out. Then I'm going to come in there and get you. What's that? I don't know. But he's in there, all right. Oh. Give me that cushion. Here. 
No good. You missed the lock. The cushion. I can't see the lock. No. Listen. You hear that? Yeah. He's jamming up the door. Now you'll never get in. Maybe I don't have to. What do you mean? I, I'm going to try to shoot him through the door. Oh, no, you can't. You can't. I know what I'm I... doing. Wasting your time, pal. Listen. I heard. Shut up. What did you say? I said you're wasting your time. I'm standing in the tub. This end. There's a recess in the wall just here. I'm protected. You hear what he says? I know. I know. Who are you? Your name's Bill Withers. Plumber. We can... We, we can make a deal. I'll make it worth your while. Come on out. No dice, mister. I ain't coming out. And you can't get in. But I've got a window here, and I've been waving a towel out of it. No one's seen me yet, but they will, sooner or later. If he goes to the window again, we'll hear him move. Yeah. Then I'll be able to get him, because he'll be away from the shelter of the wall. Give me that spare clip, Karen. Yeah. Here. Keep him talking. We can tell where he is by his voice. Yeah. Then you heard everything we said in there? I heard enough. Ask him why he didn't come out then. Or why he didn't try and stop you. Why didn't you come out? I thought he was play-acting at first. I couldn't believe my ears, so uh, I just listened. Interested-like. Go on. Look, I know what you're doing out there. And it's no good you reloading that gun, mister. Somebody's going to get curious if you keep that up. I'm not going to shoot. You were saying? Well, when I realized that you weren't kidding... I kept my mouth shut and locked the door. I'm, I'm not such a hero as I want to fight you with a bag of plumber's tools against a gun. I still have the gun, you know. Then go ahead. Fire it. He must have his shoes off. I can't hear him moving around. Come on out. I'll make it worth your while. Sorry, pal. You did nothing to stop me killing this man. It can't matter to you. That was different. Look, as I said, I, I'm no hero. Besides, I never thought you'd go through with it. You heard all we said? Like I told you, I heard enough. Well, then you know what he was. It don't make no difference now, does it? He was blackmailing me. I could have gone on paying him for life. Well, why not go to the cops? It wasn't that simple. No. Simpler to kill him, eh? Offer him some money, Dave. Maybe that's what he's waiting for. Would a hundred dollars be any good to you, Withers? No. Five hundred. A thousand! You were going to pay him five thousand. You can have it all. That's generous. You'll take it? No. Look, you're on the wrong track, mister. I told you. Nothing doing. Come over here. Let's uh, let him sweat a little. Just do nothing. We can't afford to do that, Dave. Don't you realize as soon as he thinks he has a chance, he'll be waving that towel out the window? That's true, but it won't do him any good. Would you take any notice of a towel waving from a window? Well, I might, eventually. Besides, we're losing time. You've got to do something. Wait a minute. Yeah? The hinges. If I can get the hinges off the door. The hinges are on the inside. Look. I think I got it. Yeah? There's something around here we can use as a weapon. What for? You got the gun. I don't dare use it anymore. He's right about somebody hearing. I mean, for you. Something heavy to hit him over the head with if I can get him out. Of 
This lamp. I'll take the shade off. That'll do. But but how are you going to get them out? Come on back to the door. Yeah. Withers? Yes? Listen. I am going to put the gun here, right outside the door. You hear this? I hear it. What does that prove? That's the gun. You can hear me tap it against the bottom of the door. If you get down, you can see it through the crack. I'm going to leave the gun there and go over to the other side of the room. You'll be able to see my feet, okay? Uh, I'll leave the gun there. You come out and, and we'll talk over this whole thing. I'm not a complete fool, pal. As soon as I get down to peek under the door, you'll blow my head off. Here, I'll take the clip out. We got nothing to talk over, mister. I mean it, Withers. Just look, can't you? You'll hear my voice coming from the other side of the room. How tall are you? Just over six feet. What's that got to do with it? Well, I'll tell you. I'm five foot seven. You see what I mean? Look, you don't think I'm coming out there and taking a chance on picking up the gun before you, do you? All right, Withers. I'm going to get you out of there somehow. Dave, Dave, Stand back. Dave, Stand Dave, back. I'm going to bash down this door if I break my shoulder doing it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Before you break every bone in your body, I've got the chair wedged under the door handle, and I've got your laundry box and the water heater on its side. And they make a nice, solid block between the door and the opposite wall. If you still think you can break the door down, go ahead. I won't stop you. He's got us, Karen. There's nothing I can do. we got to do something. We can't just go and, and leave him there. I know that. What then? Come away a minute. Maybe you could get to the window in there from the outside. I mean, th that's possible? There's a ledge runs right around outside. I've noticed it outside the bedroom window. Show me. Come on. Now, look. There. There, you see? You want me to walk along that? It's this or nothing. I'd have to hang on to the bare wall like a fly. Look, there's that pipe. You could hang on to that at first. When you get to the bathroom, it'll be easy. The window will come about to your waist. All you gotta do is smash the glass and fire. Might be done at that. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't huh? go back in there just yet. We'll have to put on a little scene for him. What do you mean? We have to make him think I've gone, left you here. And uh, we have to make it sound good. Yeah, if he really thinks you've gone, he might come out. I doubt that. You can be ready with the lamp, though, just to be sure. Okay, come on, let's try it. Well, what shall I say? Quiet! I'll hear you. Just follow my cue, that's all. You ready? Ready. Remember, I'm leaving you. You try and stop me. All right, Karen. He has us cold. I'm, I'm getting out. And leave me here? You got me into this mess. You can get yourself out. I'm going. No, Dave. No. Wait. Wait. Slap your hands. Oh! Get out of my way. Dave. Dave, take me with you. Please take me with you. Oh, please, Dave. Please. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Dave! Dave, don't leave me here! Dave! Oh. <laughs>
pretty good show. <laughs> nice. Except that it wouldn't have fooled a two-year-old kid. Look, I know you're still there, pal. He's gone. Gone. So you think I'm going to walk out there? Sorry, lady. Look, you don't have to believe me, but he's gone, I tell you. Well, then why don't you go too? Well, the going's good, but you won't get far. Either one of you. I know. I, I think I'll just stay here and give myself up. Well, that's the brightest thing I've heard you say up till now. You too, pal. You do like she says. He's gone, I tell you. Okay, lady, okay. What are you doing? Still standing in the tub? No sense in taking chances. No. Look, I'll get my signaling done. Don't you worry. I'll pick my moments. Of course, it'll be easy when it gets dark. All I have to do then is switch the light on and off. You think of everything. That's right. Just like your husband. So, we just wait. Is that it? That's it, lady. We just wait. <sighs> Come out now, lady. Your husband met with an accident. You killed him. He slipped. Now, you mind if I use your phone? I've got to put a call in. No, don't. Oh, no. Oh, please don't give me away. He killed Harris. I didn't do anything. I, I know that. I know that. But I have to put the call in just the same. You better stay here, lady. I, I heard everything, you know? And I can probably do you more good than otherwise. All right. Excuse me. Hello? Give me the police, please. Police? I want to report a murder. Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, uh, seven... 
18 State Street, apartment 12C. Name's Withers. Bill Withers. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll be here. Hello? Oh, hello, Susie. Hey, uh, um, is mommy there? Yeah, well, uh, put her on, will you? That's a girl. Honey, it's Bill. Yes, I got held up. Uh, bigger job than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be home in an hour or, or less, I should think. All right, then. Well, keep it hot for me. Yes. Goodbye. Suspense, in which Lawrence Dobkin and Charlotte Lawrence starred in tonight's presentation of The Eavesdropper. Next week, the story of two small boys who carry death in their pockets. We call it Two Platinum Needles. That's next week on... Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by Anthony Ellis. Tonight's script was written by Don Yarrell. The music was composed by René Garagank and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Featured in the cast were Herb Ellis and Parley Bear. A glovemaker, and possibly a wealthy person with a liking for nice gloves, are about the only people I can think of who'd notice a stranger's gloves, even under unusual circumstances. But tomorrow night, as the FBI and Peace and War goes into action again on CBS Radio, someone else turns out to be sharp-eyed about gloves, thereby gives a big break to a reformed ex-convict. Be listening for the FBI and Peace and War tomorrow in its regular Wednesday broadcast on most of these stations. Stay tuned for five minutes of CBS News to be followed on most of these stations by The Jack Carson Show. hear America's favorite shows on the CBS Radio Network. That's another episode of Project Onion, and we hope you enjoyed it. Past episodes are archived on YouTube and Facebook, so check them out. Share them with your friends, and subscribe to Project Audion. We'd love to hear from you, so drop us a note at projectaudion at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.
right at the end of Act, just at the end of Act One, if you'll just add the line, "What a revolting development this is." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when the cop comes and tries to scrape him off the pavement. It's the cop who says the line. Well, that's the cop who says the line. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be a subtle way you can make it sound like I soiled my trousers right before. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement, with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?